Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The first four hours were simply in a moose bouche I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Show you the one no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen in Lima's emerging podcast scene. Brought to you by Extend. You lead. Go. I got to do this. Because uh, I got to tell people to come here because in five minutes I'm going to get really personal. Go ahead. Hey, it's Anthony Lima for Extend Technology. <laughs> Sexy it's not a live read, stupid. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> terrific home theater setup, home automation. Why would you go anywhere else, especially during the holidays? Extend Technologies. X-T-E-N-D-A-V. Dot com. Uh, boy, we had a a uh, very cathartic show today. It was very cathartic. Uh, we got a lot of stuff off our chest that we needed to. I don't think we got it all off our chest, to be honest with you. The last 30 minutes was just the madness, absolute madness today. Oh. <sighs> what did he want? <laughs> what did Hilbert want? What's so he, here's what we do. He so let's he tell wants, people what we have. Okay, we, cookie pie. Well, I'll tell people. Cookie Pie wants a new extend spot. Well, you want to uh-huh. do the new extend spot right now in the no. air and have Tim uh, have Ted rip it? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, so here here's the thing. We have a, a basically a tote board uh, for all our account execs here. Basically, the sales guys jockey for position uh, throughout the months. Inside baseball. We gave yeah. up on that bit really quick. Didn't no, we? we just didn't get any. Well, here's some inside baseball. So we we make fun of Cookie Pie anytime he's not in the top five. Of all the salespeople. All he does, he acts like he's Alec Baldwin and Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. And he's like, oh, my, this and that and the other. And he's like, basically like, I drove a $80,000 BMW. You drove a Hyundai to get here. Bleep you. That's my name. Which he only drives Jeeps, by the way. Yeah. yeah but anyway. Uh, Jeep Grand Cherokees. He's only driven a Jeep Grand Cherokee his entire life. That's like having sex in only the missionary position, mm-hmm. Mike. How do you not drive a different car once from high it up. school? Lord. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyway, we make fun of him. <laughs> That's what we do. No, we – okay, so there there is a, like – we sure we can say It's that? a standings. Nah, they'll, they'll it's like in. the power rankings. They have – they basically have, like, a college football rankings. They're basically like, you're not selling anything this month. You and go to the bottom. Exact, they're, okay, there's – So there's, it's like we're laughing about that, but you will lose your job, seriously. You have to sell <laughs> some stuff. There's about 13, 14 people who sell here. And so they rank them on, t- on the televisions in here. For everybody to see. On the Extend Technology television. It's like, Dennis is on top of the mountain. Cheryl having herself a month. And then it's, (laughs) Ted might not have a job next month. (laughs) So far. How is this okay? It turns into coaching coaching hot seat. Like we just look at the bottom and go, oh, boy. (laughs) Um so and anytime we, and we are laughing, but seriously, if you're on the bottom, you're not feeding your kids. Yeah, I mean, happy holidays. So, anytime, anytime Cookie Pie is not near the top, 
We roast him. We absolutely oh, roast him because he acts like he's Saban. And I hope he's listening to this. He's not. He's like a Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen sits there and acts like he's God's gift to coaching, just like Cookie Pie, because he went to Ignatius, acts like he's God's gift to sales. He's not. And so I said, I, you took a picture of the leaderboard. Mm-hmm. He's not at the top. And I said, you fell off. You're Clemson. You're having a Clemson here. It's okay. It's all right. You'll regroup. You thought TJ Ungalale was ready to go. You thought that one big sale was coming in, and it ain't. Bye. See you next year. <laughs> Ungalale. Uh, That's how you say his name, you right? Me- you mentioned Alec Baldwin. Ungalale. You mentioned Alec Baldwin. And, and by the way, friends. You want to talk about Alec Baldwin? My buddy, stop sending me your memes. And, you know, somebody did die. The, uh, the okay. I'm not going to stand. Oh, yeah, never no. mind. Don't do that. But, That's right. But I do have to say, so he is talking to Cleveland native George Stephanopoulos in a in an interview that is going to be played tonight. It's going to air tonight, I think. Oh. It's a big primetime thing. George Stephanopoulos is from here? Orange. Went to Orange High School. Are you serious? Yeah. Man, all, Road the Scholar. Mover, all the movers and shakers are from Cleveland, man. Road Scholar. Jeez. Like, yeah. you name, like, I was doing this one time with Pony on the way home. And it was just like all these Cleveland people coming to like did so-and-so. So he made some gag. He's like, oh, did Steve Harvey say that? And I just went in and just kept naming Cleveland people. He's like, honestly, I can't name that many Pittsburgh people. He's like, he named like Michael Keaton and that was it. Anthony Cheselnik. That, that was it. He named like three people from Pittsburgh. And all the guys at the NFL Network. A bunch of comedians actually from Pittsburgh. It's not far from New York City, so they'd go there. Really? Um, but, but so hear me out here. Pittsburgh's still kind of far from New York City. Alec Baldwin is is doing this one-on-one. People are going to watch this. He, whether you like him or you hate him, the people are enamored with this case. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking because the, they, they teased just one part of the interview so that you'd watch it. And the mm-hmm. part that they teased, Ken, mm. is Alec Baldwin saying, I did not pull the trigger. He also said somebody put a bullet, which is never supposed to be on a set. Somebody put it. He's basically saying, "Thank you," he, but he's saying he did not shoot it, and I'm who, like, "Who squeezed the trigger?" And I'm like, "You know, they were shooting a motion picture. <laughs> this isn't a radio documentary. They were shooting that's only going to air on the radio. We have video. Well, you, how do we not? How you do we not s- know? I've, I've been kind of wanting to talk about this on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought this up. Okay, what am I missing? Because I there's a famous well." What do you want to know? Are we going to talk about gun safety here, or what do you want to get into? He says he didn't pull the trigger. I'm he, a, hey, what do you want to know? Like, I know any of this stuff. Okay. Is he saying Sorry. that somebody – well, they didn't, they didn't air any more of it because they want you to watch well, it. yeah, and I guess they got to watch now and with I, George Stephanopoulos. What now you got to watch. It? Well, you have Bone Thugs and Harmony versus 3-6 Mafia in their battle tonight. You have Cleveland State taking on the Norse. Which first we were asked to go. We league. can't go. I sent an email back. I said, we, you, you and I got to get you. together and, and get our schedule. Yeah, well, you know, I'm like your secretary, mm-hmm. so I schedule everything for us. It just rolls downhill. It's Lima than me than Liz. That's how it works. And Sarah Ono is just trying to take apart the whole pl- pattern. So we're, we're going to go to a Cleveland State. I got to go to a Cleveland State men's game with you, and then I got to go to a Cleveland State women's game. Yes. To we watch, have lots to of watch, games we have to go to. Uh, Isabella Jirasi, who's in her senior season at uh, CSU. We have to do a lot. We have to go to Cavs game. Um, She's a barstool athlete. Yes. Boom. Yes. We got to go to a Cavs game. And we've got to go to a taping of Coffin Flop, season two. Oh uh, yes, we got to mix all this in. Uh, we are, we are. No, we know one of the people appearing in season two of Coffin Flop. So clothed or unclothed? Uh, unclothed, actually. <laughs> the screams in the back. Watch very closely. I love the guy who goes, "Come on!" <laughs> <laughs> like, like the way the guy said is like, "Again?" Oh no! Come on! 
Uh, any, anywho, so yes, we'll be watching that tonight. I'm texting him right Mike now. Mike Hilbert's just giving us work now. He says he needs new ads. I'm like, Mike, we're talking crap about you right now. Yeah. He's all mad because he went and got his wedding pictures out in front of his high school with some weirdo. <laughs> just think, of, if you say that, oh, oh Sandy Nation is very picturesque. No, it's not. You're weird. All your buddies just are weird. Just year-round, there's just pictures, just like the arcade. They, and if they catch you taking pictures of the arcade, they run over and charge you. They yeah, give they you do. an invoice now. Used to be able to go into the yeah, arcade and go, oh, look how beautiful it is. Look at the lighting. It's mm -hmm. all done up for the holidays. And a big security guy goes, that'll be $525. They're like Virgil. They run over <laughs> and make you pay them money to take pictures. And then you're like, do you even work here? Has everybody just been shafted? There used to be a guy that ran a parking lot down by the uh, – this is this is a serious, true story. The police had to put an end to it. There was a dude by the aquarium mm -hmm. that was just taking people's money that didn't work no. for any parking lot, and he made tens of thousands of dollars. Well, it's like the con fake construction guy we've talked about on the air before. Oh, yeah. People have given and him rides. And we know a guy who gave him a ride. I'm not going to say who, but we know a guy who gave him a ride. Was it Nick Fink? No, it was oh. it was, uh, yeah, it was Jeff Thomas. Anyway, That's because Nick was busy getting his car stolen. <laughs> How many cars did he get stolen? Like two, five? Oh, two. He two. got two cars stolen, which is not funny at all. Uh, but you're laughing. Puts him out. Wait, didn't Bull get his car stolen? <laughs> Bull did get his car stolen. Oh, oh my God. It's actually a miracle I still have my vehicles. Downtown's the place to be. Surprised Joe Rogan hasn't gone off on living in Cleveland, Ohio. Come to Austin. Won't get your car stolen. Hey, what are you doing? That's my car. <laughs> he's talking baseball rotisserie <laughs> league. He's, he's asking for trades. Meanwhile, they're trading his car. Scrapping parts. He's out there. I'm going to give myself a Snapple here. Oh, look out. Look, oh. Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, oh, what are you doing? You bring the back window. What are you doing? Do you think everybody, when they see their car getting stolen, do they think yelling, hey, do they think that's going to bring their car back? Hey, come back here. You're taking my car. I got my spreadsheets, my fantasy team in there. I got my sushi order. Oh, Jesus. It's written down. Oh, it's the tempura, me. not the tempura. Oh, the $96 sushi orders. Oh. That, was, that was when we realized how much oh. more money other people make at the station oh. than us. <laughs> When we'd hear him three times a week, place his order. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll take the sashimi. He no, the yellow. To no. Oh, my God. My stomach hurts. He would be the out there. The miso soup. No. He would be out there in that hallway. Just give me everything. Oh, Keith Britton's listening. He'd be out there in that hallway, <laughs> and he'd be ordering, I'm not kidding you, $96 worth of, worth of, uh, worth of sushi. And I remember the one day he ordered it, and he's – and, I mean, it was because he ordered it so much that we got out the website of the place that he was ordering it from, and I added it up. And it was $96. And I look at him like, listen, I didn't even spend $96 on groceries this week. My God. I'm like, man, must be nice. Must be nice. But, you know, he's got more experience. So, you know, what are you going to do? You know, that's bull. Mm. Don't mean to count his money for him, which I actually did in that segment right there. Anywho, uh, got something personal to tell you. Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Matt came up to me, uh, Rebar, great guy, uh, producer over at uh, WDOK. Mm -hmm. Great guy, very creative. Puts out unbelievable and, music videos. And I mean that sincerely. Uh, he's written some really cool stuff, really good dude. 
he goes, hey, did you know your uh, your picture's on Grinder? <laughs> I swear to Shut God. Up. I swear to God on my children. Oh, he my goes, God, I have to see it. Where is it? He's got it on his phone. He's got it on his phone. Matt's got it on his phone. You're going to have to find it tomorrow. Oh, I don't know if he's still here. Oh, we have to he's put got this on, it on Twitter. Well, oh, is Matt still here? Oh, okay, he's gone. He's got. He showed me because I was like, "What?" He goes, "Oh yeah," and this was a while ago. He's like, "I meant to tell you this." I think he you said forgot it was from, to delete it. It was either from January of this year or January of last year. You've been no, on no, there no, that no, long. No, no, no. It said six one two hundred, and it was like looking for a relationship, dating, or right now. It was on Grinder, and he showed because he took screenshots. Because at first he goes. He did. He, at first he goes, is this Ken? And at first, I, I listen, I don't know. You do what you do. That's cool. But he, he at first thought, he goes, is Ken? Like maybe I was leading us the second life. And so he looked and he goes, that's not, oh, my God, somebody's using Ken's photo as their grinder profile. Oh, and, oh, and, <laughs> oh can we have yeah. a conversation without Ken right now? Yeah, go ahead. So obviously anybody who would be living a double life, would do this very segment and say, can you believe yeah. somebody out there had a grinder account and they had them? It's exactly what somebody Absolutely. living a double life would do. It's a red herring. You would not have brought what? it up if this weren't true. Yeah, that one kind of walked me right into that one. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I did not mean to do that. Well, hell, no, because I couldn't even do that if I wanted to. Liz has economy at all times of the day. Even though I did disappear and go to the woods. Sean, I have, week. I have to call you back. The woods in quotation marks? You can't do that. Turn marks. that off. I'm serious. Turn oh that my off. Turn God, that off. Turn that off. Turn that off. I got to hang up You are not allowed to do that. I got called into an office about that before. Don't you ever that do that too. again. <laughs> I stood in the back oh, and thought well, I was done that day. They don't know if I really answered the phone or and not. And then just text them and say you'll get them back during the podcast. You can't do that. My personal hero, Abe Gordon, stepped up that day and took all the bullets. Yeah, where is he now? What an idiot. What a total idiot that day. Where's that guy now? Uh, he's in Atlanta producing Atlanta. their morning show. Eating at Waffle How's houses. that going for him? He <laughs> seems really happy. He's got a condo. He's got Chipper down there. His and dog. what does that all mean for him? He texts. could just keep doing this. He texts. He, text, well, he made a million dollars. And what's he doing with the money? He His dad is a – oh, this is the thing. His parents are divorced. His dad is a personal injury lawyer. His yeah, mother's a judge. He's rich. Oh, yeah. They're oh, TV Abe's, ads. Abe's very well. When you're doing TV ads, yeah. you're rich. Yeah. Um, but Abe – Abe suggests movies for us to watch. He texts Liz. He doesn't text me about it. He texts Liz, and the last movie he wanted us to watch was Red Notice. And I'm like, dude, this movie sucks. Wait, which one is Red Notice? That's the new one with Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, and with um, Gal Gadot. Oh, that's is right. Is it Gal okay. Gadot, Owen? I think it's Gal Gadot. Yeah, it's Gal Gadot. I got a lot of it's you Wonder guys. Woman. I get it. I got a lot. I ain't got a lot. I know we're all over the place right now. Gal Gadot does nothing for me as, a, as an actress. Uh, or anything, I'm not interested. I don't think that's why they're casting her, Ken. And I know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not really into that whole thing, so it, it doesn't matter to me. Um, the Rock is. We know uh, about uh, your profile. Well, so either we way, that's fine. I mean, that's now fine. we know about his thing. Yes. But um, since January, I'm of more last of a, year. I'm more of a Soma Hayek kind of guy. All right, let me ask you this: What are you going to? Because what? we really want to go to a movie. Sarah really wants to go to a movie. Why? She just – I think it I'm takes not, her back to childhood, nostalgia. Really? I've not been to a movie since uh, the last Twilight movie with Lizzie Anthony, at, you uh, live – Cinemark Valley View. What's you that live by one of the best theaters around, too. That's what it's we're right told. Up so, the street. Yeah, reclining, everything. So we want to go see the Gucci movie, and Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga. is in the movie, and yeah. so is Al Pacino. It's like a star-studded cast. Bull gets his car stolen in that one. 
That's actually the plot of yeah. the movie. So he's in a fantasy baseball league. You actually, go find an old Jeep Liberty. It's a rotisserie league. Ah. But they can't decide what they're going to do with the DHs and how they're going to rule on the designated hitter. And then Gucci shows, shows up. All of a sudden, Gucci shows up, which you would think has nothing to do with the plot of yes. a, a movie about a rotisserie baseball team. Wild. And about a guy that orders sushi. And while he's on the phone ordering sushi, the car gets stolen. And what happens to be in the back of the car? A bunch of stolen Gucci gear. I know that sounds like a very silly plot for a movie, uh, but I'm going to watch it. I'm going to shell out the six bucks. How much is a movie? I don't know. 30? I have no idea. For a Gucci movie? It's like 55. For a Gucci movie, yeah, it's more expensive. A lot cheaper. What if they charge you the same for a Gucci bag as they do for the Gucci movie? (laughs) How much is a Gucci bag? Actually, I'll tell you this. What a genius marketing ploy this would be to say our movie is going to be like $59.99. I think more people would want to watch it if you said it was fifty nine ninety nine. You know what? You kind of got a point there. It's an exclusivity thing. Why don't they do that in real and the, life? And the only preview. They probably do. The only trailer for the movie is the most exclusive movie ever produced, well, $59.99. They pro- I bet that's already happened. Like For like the uh, Star Wars movies that people got dressed up for, or like when they yeah. first came out, like when the first – when the first second run of Star the Wars came Christensen out, Gucci ones. bag is thirteen fifty. Holy cow! They charge thirteen fifty to go watch it. That's why people just steal them. <laughs> so in that second you create run, a they flash make fake mob. Ones. They make fake ones. Well, so. you create a flash mob and you run in because for some reason, all of a sudden, I know we uh, we don't want to hire a bunch of workers, but we have like one security guy, and you're like, ah, oh, I don't know why these guys have the idea that they can come in and just steal our merchandise. I don't know why do banks have a bunch of security. And have it really hard to steal the money from the banks. Maybe, I don't know, just maybe department stores be, should start thinking about this. It's going to be harder to go to Gucci movie, too. Watch out. So, I bet there was I, I bet there were stories we just didn't pay attention, like the first run of the no. new um, Star Wars. I bet there were people who paid like $1,000 for like to say they were the first showing oh, at midnight. Yeah. Like somebody got their ticket and was like, for probably for like, say it was like 15 bucks, even in the 90s. What? Who was the one? So someone was like, I'll give you 1000 Like that type of thing. Was this a true story or not that somebody went to the first run of the new Star Wars movies, <laughs> comes out of the movie theater and goes, they, ki- yeah! <laughs> they oh killed him. They killed him. That I'm was so that was one thing. There was <laughs> this is all episode of Inside Baseball. Would you strangle the person? One time, yes. A kid got very, very mad at at Nick Wilson one time, and uh, like Nick Wilson and I, one time we had a beef going, and I don't remember what it was. I, I swear to God, I don't remember what it was. And Nick and I laugh about it now because we're like, I don't know what I was mad at you about. And he's like, I don't remember what I was mad oh, at you I about. Oh, I know what it was. Well, I don't even remember. I do not remember. I think I remember. Was it a situation on where people were telling stories out of school and I got mixed up in it? Yes. Yeah. About that was travel. That was not my fault. That was not me. That was not me. It wasn't me, right? It wasn't me. No, but, but that was that was after the mistaken text. Yeah, which I had to get over. That's my we've fault. Talked about, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I got I got all upset. The mistaken text have divided this show. He, he ripped me in a in a mistaken text like he was thinking of me and he sent it to me, <laughs> and then I like didn't talk to him. And now I look at it like like seriously, that was eight years ago. And now I look at it and I'm like, why were you so sensitive over that? My God, 
Nick's a good guy. Nick's a really good guy. Why did I get so upset with Nick over that? For We're not talking to each other anymore. Blah. So stupid. I don't know. And maybe, he got, uh, maybe you and a reporter should bury the, uh, bury the hatchet. Uh, I tried to bury the hatchet with that guy, and he won't talk to me. So there you go. And honestly, part of that is learned from Nick. And so I'm like, we're, 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 this is too stupid. I said what I said. I'm sorry for what I said, but the other person, the reporter, said what they said on the air when they weren't necessarily a reporter. They loved ripping me and the Browns and said I was carrying water for the Browns. Well, you were. I was not. <laughs> and I do not. <laughs> not lately. Oh, boy. Kenny has turned. I, I, okay, there's, I'm probably sure there's been some times where I go over some of my old opinions and I go, you were thinking in fan mode. You weren't thinking in analytical mode. But I think they, they're fine because I call it fair. And, yes, everybody knows. I want them to win. I want the yeah. Browns and Cavs and Indians to win. Well, we're in, we're in fan mode with the Cavs yes, right now. Like, the Cavs are total yes. fanboy mode The thing right now. why, and I, and I mean this, and clip it and send it to them because it makes me better. No. They know at the end of the day I want them to win, and I do. I try to be fair. And they know that I'm only wanting to win. That's all it is. And they don't care. They don't get worked up. And one of the other teams, because there's only two others, one of the other teams, oh, God, can't. How could he? And the problem with that is, is that they send it to everybody else and they don't say anything to me. No. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm buddies with everybody. I try to get along with everybody. Ken sends a lot of texts. I send a lot of texts. You should see the Christmas cards I'm sending out. The oh, I got bulk it. Of we Christmas got it. Cards. That was fun. Did it, Owen get his? This one lasted longer than the last one. The last one, it was 10 seconds before it hit the shredder. This one, you it was like. You didn't put up on the door? It was like 25 seconds. Did you go over the picture? She she goes, isn't this precious? Did you see my hand on Eli's shoulder to oh, keep yeah. him straight? Oh, yeah. Because he, he just will fly all over the place. And I go, nope, you're staying right there. Um, What are we getting into? We've been all over the place. Oh, this goes back to Nick because Nick got Kenny really mad. Yeah. Because who was it? Spencer. Spencer. Spencer Davies Spencer? from basketball Spencer Davies. something. Good. Oh, Spin Davies. He's a good bleep. Spencer Davies, good kid. Spencer was going to go see the new Star Wars movie, and Nick threatened to tell him the ending. Why? To be a jerk, just to goof around. And in Nick's head, it became such a thing where he, Nick's like, got to tell him the ending now. Nick told him the ending. Now. No. It's, it's one of the top five legitimate times Kenny was mad. Like, Yeah, I could. Like, Kenny has his thing. Willing to go really... out in the hallway and settle this mad. Kenny was that mad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because he's a big Star Wars fan. Oh and, yeah, and you don't that's part of it. Yeah. Like, imagine if somebody ruined the Godfather before you watched the Godfather. Like, it would be. I could see the ending of the Godfather coming from a mile away. You knew who was. It was I knew Barzini by the time. All I knew. I knew by the time Waltz was yelling. I knew what was going down. I knew it. Please. What about Godfather Two? Uh, that one was a swerve. That it was Hyman Roth all along. That one got me. But but Godfather the first one. Yeah, you knew that was coming all along. Oh, he's a big he's a big war hero. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And here he is at the end. Um, but uh that was the Yeah, I love talking movies with you on this podcast. Brought to you by Extend Technologies. Well, because neither of us are real cinema buffs, but we've all seen the classics. We've all seen the movies you're supposed to see. Yes. Which is crazy when I tell you my girlfriend has seen zero. She the other day, I mean it was like seven o'clock, she's like, Hey, should we fire up Schindler's List? I go, what? I go, Sarah, Ooh. that is not a movie that we're just going to fire up. 
at this point, 7 o'clock at night, three hours of black and white sorrow and misery. Oh, my God. Uh, that's not exactly the uh, the time for it. What's a, what's a classic movie you haven't seen? Me? Yeah, you've seen them all, man. I've seen mo- – I've made it – I've made it a, a really a go to go see all of them. I mean, I re- I'm sure there are some that I haven't seen, but I will get around to it. I, I do want to see, especially during the, uh, the, the lockdowns. I mean, I was firing them up, firing them up. I was going to all these movies. If I had heard of the movie, I would watch it. Really? If I had heard of it. So it wasn't even a classic at that point. If I had heard of the movie and I hadn't seen it, I'd either DVR it and then go Network. watch it. Oh, yeah. No, that's I saw, I saw that like 15 years ago because a journalism nut. I was a dorky journalism nut. I saw Network in college. Mm-hmm. The sweating. Um, yeah. It's fitting all over. Oh, boy. What else? Um, there's, a, there's a few that you'd be surprised. I'm like, oh, God, I haven't seen that. That's right. Casablanca. I haven't seen Casablanca. Got to see it. No. You have to. No. It's actually a pleasant movie I to watch. I don't want to see it. All right. I just don't. Everybody says Color Purple. Like, I've seen The Color Purple. I watched that so many times when I was young. You know, there's just certain movies yeah, that... Yeah, I've seen The Color Purple. You've either, you've either on the, the VCR or they, you had HBO at the time or you had a way to get HBO. <laughs> we had a way to get it. They only showed, they only had, their their um, catalog of movies was very sparse. Yeah. So, Color Purple, I saw it. I memorized the words to it. All right, I got another one for you. Ben-Hur, Spartacus saw those. Judah Ben-Hur, that's classic. Every time it's on, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, uh, Ten Commandments, still. Saw to Ten this day around the holidays, I'll watch it every yeah, single time. Saw Ten Commandments. I can't believe they did a remake of it. Um, <clears throat> Gone with the Wind. I've seen Gone with the Wind. I saw Gone with the Wind with my grandma. If it is ever on, it just reminds me of... Being young and watching with my mom too, I think that's part of it. But I will watch it. It was anytime. the it was the whole thing to get the Clark Gable to the give a damn part. Mm-hmm. Um, like or what about like sixty seventies cinema, like Clockwork Orange, um, yeah. Doctor Strangelove, yeah, yeah, um, two thousand one Space yeah, Odyssey. There's a whole bunch of them. Like you, you just try to think of all like the classic movies. Butch Cassidy, so Sundance Kid, many. like this. Okay, Tom told me to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. I saw it once before. Tom still doesn't believe that I watched that movie after he told me to watch the movie because he wanted me to read Mike Pettin's book, The Collision Low, Low Crossers book, and I go, I didn't get a chance. He got fired. Like, it was like, <laughs> it was like he's like, Kenny, he had two years ago. Yeah, I never got around to it. So because of that, he thinks I never watched Butch, Cass- Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kids. I go, Tom, I've seen it twice. I saw it once before I knew you, and I saw, I've seen it now. Uh, good and the Bad and the Ugly. Yep. Every time. Yep. No matter where it is. McClintock. You know what? Haven't seen McClintock. Oh, man. Haven't oh, seen it. Oh, man. You got to watch that movie. Oh, yeah, you do. Is it Clint Eastwood? Oh, or it? No, it's who's John it? Wayne. Oh, John Wayne. Okay. It's John Wayne, and it is a man's movie. You, yeah. see, you heard my tenor change because it's oh, such. I got another oh, one I haven't seen. Man, is that a good movie. I got another one I haven't seen. What? Patton. Patton's all right. Patton's all right. George C. Scott. Is it really long? Oh, uh, yeah. Hell, yeah. It's a, it's a they war all movie. are back then. All war movies are you yeah. pack a lunch. You're going to be there. Um, I saw The Irishman in one sitting, which was – I wouldn't do that again. Um, the, 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 okay, did you watch uh, – do you remember – Yeah, the thing about The Irishman, and we talked about it on the air at the time, is that if you had seen Hoffa, yeah. the Oliver St- – yeah. was it Oliver Stone? Yeah. I mean, you know, the character. I thought Hoffa was good. I thought yeah. Hoffa with Nick S- Nicholson was good. Yeah, but I knew what was going to happen because I'd seen Well, we Hoffa. all know what's going to happen. 
Well, no, I'm not a history buff like you. Like I don't, I actually don't know. See, I saw Hoffa when I was in college. I was old enough okay. like, to appreciate it, but I saw, uh, I, I saw the Irishman when it came out, so I knew both times. But what were you gonna say? What was the other one? I don't remember. Oh, I haven't seen. Is the town? Does the town count? Because I have not seen the town. Well, I love it, and also because when I went to Boston, then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, okay, I've been to a couple of the places that were where the town was shot. It's a fun movie. I never saw it. It's not like. Like in the annals of great cinematography, and I, you know, it doesn't really measure up, but it's a, I love the plot. Are we ever going to talk about my uh, the grinder profile again, or is that done? No, we need that because we're going to post it on Twitter. I don't think it's a good idea. I talked about that. I think people could take the wrong impression of that. I talked about it with Matt and with Owen because I was like, I'm trying to think about what we should do with it because at first – It's I a dating going, site. Everybody's on a dating site. I understand that, but think about this. The whole thing that people do – is they take pictures of large blonde men, and then they go, is this you? I had a guy do that. Oh, some guy sent me that from the January 6th insurrection yesterday, and I said no, <laughs> and I just tweeted back at him. But I will always, in all caps, I'm not this guy, da 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 And I was like, and Matt and I were talking, and Matt's like, he's like, well, and I go, you know what? I don't know if I could do that because I think people, because they read things differently on social media and not in person, they might take that the wrong way. Like, it's just not me. Whoever is whoever is being taken in by this person who's used, now I don't know how active they've been, whoever's being taken in by this profile, I guess maybe I should be flattered because somebody yes. out there likes my face. You should be flattered. Or so, it's just a practical joke. Uh, yeah. There's, or, there's but, another reason why you shouldn't put it on there either. Why? Some of uh some of your Twitter followers aren't always the that, most. That too. Oh, that too. What they're gonna make fun of the dating site? Uh, n- that, not make yes, fun I'm... of, but um, you know they don't. They're they're Twitter tough guys. They don't really yeah. care what they. I agree. Okay. Fine. They say because they're very yep. Twitter tough. Owen's right, and I just don't want to. You know, I'm not insensitive to that type of thing, and I, you know, it's like well. Matt did find it. He goes, oh, my God, it's Ken's face. It's Ken's picture. And it is. It's one of the official pictures that <laughs> were taken by the fan. And somebody just ripped it off and used it as a profile. But hey, I can't hey, do anything have... with it online because I don't want people to think, like, whoa, dude, what's your problem? Uh, right. Like, I don't want to be like that. Yeah, I mean, that that's a sad thing is that we have to watch every single thing we do now. That's your ass. Um, we do have pictures that Daryl took of us that I think should now be our uh, – our podcast picture is terrible. It, yeah, well, that's our first pictures we ever took. And they're a little blurry. Yeah. And no offense to anybody who took them. Well, don't use the one from FanBull because I'm sweaty. No, no, I'll show you. I will send you the ones that we have, and you tell me, and then if Daryl will relinquish the rights to them because somebody else owns the picture, it's Daryl. Sure Daryl owns the pictures. I'll make sure Daryl Remember, does. he was not invited to my party, uh, but he had to take pictures. He was paid to come to the party. I still think that's weird. I thought that was weird then. I think that's okay. weird now. You wait until my 40th birthday when he's done the same thing. Anyway, uh, what? I have one more thing. I have one more thing I want to ask you. Well, we got we got still got a little bits here, bud. I have one more thing. Um, is this? I want to know if this is just because I'm I'm getting older and I'm at home when this stuff is on. I want to know if Jeopardy, right now, yeah, to quote Bill Simmons, is Jeopardy having a moment, or is it? that I'm in the bubble of just being an older guy now who sits at home with his significant other and watches something like Jeopardy. Because this is why I asked the question. 
I can. I've watched Jeopardy my whole life, but I do not remember having one winner for multiple. They used to only have five days. You could only win exactly. five, then you'd be in the tournament champion. They've changed it, but not. But it's been changed for a while since Ken Jennings. It's been changed, but now every time they have a winner, the winner stays on for like three weeks. This woman, uh, who's on the show right now, yeah. who is from Dayton, Ohio. Has an interesting backstory. I urge everybody to uh, check out her biography. Uh, she has now won over four hundred thousand okay. dollars. This is insane amount amounts of money. Like the Wheel of Fortune, people. Uh, okay. It's like a joke. They're winning like funny money. It's like here's thirty five dollars and yeah, eighty four cents. Patrick said, "I did." Okay. And get your ass off the show. We'll have three new people tomorrow. When we went to Topsail, right? Then this is what you'll experience at one point when you take a family vacation. You're done with the day at six p.m. <laughs> Because your kids are up and you are up yeah. and you're drinking. You know, I'm drinking in the in the hot tub and my family's there, my in-laws. You're done with the day at 6 p.m. Like, p- my wife was in her pajamas. My in-laws were, like, getting ready for bed. And I'm like, oh, I ain't turning up. Well, you're going to sit there and you're going to watch back-to-back Jeopardy and, uh, and Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. I did notice, like, Wheel of Fortune's like – all right, here's $1,200 for Jay. It's like, what? And, ne- what? and never come back. Yeah, and at the same time, the gambling guy is making, here is $600,400. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the and, hell? And look, understood that Jeopardy, the degree of difficulty. Much more. It, much it, more difficult. Yes, yes. There's a reason, like, the Arena League players make this much money and the yes. NFL players make this much. Yes. But they don't even hide the fact that the show is broke. They have no money. In fact, I think people are still trying to get paid. You have a better chance getting paid by the Legends of the Hidden Temple so, than you do <laughs> with Wheel of Fortune. Global guts. They send it down to we'll Mo. We'll send you to Mo's OnlyFans account. Here you go. Anyway. We have a former coworker with an OnlyFans account. Tell me more about Nick Fink. Uh, anyway. Uh, boy, you you have a way of just hitting the brakes on me, don't you? So no, so all, oh yeah. So about Jeopardy. So you're right? telling me it's just me. Okay. Jeopardy, Jeopardy's well, always been no, big. no, 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 no. They've done a great job. It's uh, when did they change the format? A while ago, right? Oh, years ago when Ken yes. Jennings. All right, let me try to explain this here because that's my, why he became the first star. There my wheels been, are going off. There here. had been guys as good as Ken Jennings. In fact, that one guy kicked his ass. Well, in the ultimate tournament of champions. This. Notice this. Now. Okay, this is some deep theory stuff. I love if it. anybody has stayed with me, stayed with us for this. And this remember, we theory. had a we guy. had the caller. We had the caller. We have his phone number in Huron, right? Was he in Huron? Yes. Okay, home of the Tigers, Huron Tigers. Oh, I don't know. Um, okay, think like this. No matter what, now the, what made Alex Trebek a legend was that he was understated. He never was bigger than the show. Like he was as big as the, as the show, but he was only as big as the show because he was the venerable. Alex Trebek. He was a legend because he was there for so long. He was he was a good guy, it seemed, and all that good stuff that you say about the guy. He, he had been there a long time. He's a great guy. And so everybody liked Alex Trebek. Well, over time, like, you used to have five days, and that's it, and you had to go, and that's it. And, well, there was always a question, but it's like, Jeopardy was a staple of life. Jeopardy was the bread aisle. It was the butter. It was the eggs. That's what it is in terms of entertainment. It was in Rain Man, portrayed in Rain Man. Exactly. Wasn't it? Now, now Alex Trebek is gone, and they've done this tremendously because now you have people that can win more money than they've ever been able to win, 
And I think there's some gaming of the system going on. Has to be. Because we've talked about three different people over this last calendar mm-hmm. year alone who have won significant amounts of money. Don't tell me that they don't do this going, this person's really smart. Let's drag this out a little. Who are we going to put them up against? Who are we going to put them up against? Yeah. We have Kenny Carmen over here in Cleveland, Ohio. We have Keith Britton over here in Cleveland, the, Ohio. The, the Jags of Jeopardy. Yeah. And then we <laughs> have the Zach Meisel of Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. We'll put Kenny and Keith until – we'll put Kenny's and Keith's until it's time, and then we'll put Zach in there. Like that type of thing. The the Jags of, of, of Jeopardy, just like you just said. And they, they build it up. It builds interest. So I think it's twofold. You are – I don't know if I want to say this to you because I don't want you to go through some weird crisis because you tend to do I this. already have. Okay. You are certainly more domesticated than you've ever been. Going to get Botox soon. Okay. Well, we're going to have a great time. So you, you are more domesticated than you've ever been because you're at home with your uh, with your significant other now, which Mary Kay called your fiancé, which I had to throw the brakes on that conversation. So you're home more, so you're paying attention to television more. But these people are becoming stars in their own right because now, and especially because – the last guy they, who was that, Mike Richards, or am oh, I thinking yeah. of yeah, Michael the, Richards? Whatever his name is, the yeah. Mike guy. Who's that guy the ended up going tits up. Still says his name to executive yeah. producer. Exactly. That guy is a goof and done. And then Mime Bialik, they're just trying to get rid of her. Like fans just want her to quit yeah. over this whole thing. So they're trying to like not make them the focal point. So the contestants will be the focal point. Really smart people. Winning gobs of money for long periods of it's time. It's also kind of cool in a way. It I love your theory. It takes the heat off them. It's also kind of cool now that Ken Jennings is back, and he he just should be the Oh, host. is Ken Jennings hosting? He's been, See, I don't even know. So he's been then hosting. let Ken Jennings host. That's it. He's been hosting the last four weeks, and his wealth of knowledge actually comes in, and he's quick-witted, and here's the key. Yeah. The, the, the key that nobody ever talks about. The interviewing of the guests is actually the hardest part of Jeopardy. Why is it hard? Because you have to speed them along, yep. and you have to have something pithy to say to transition to the next one, and you have to make that whole that whole interview situation yep. seamless. That's very hard to do. If you've ever heard our interviews, we have some good ones, and we seamlessly get in and out, and we have some bad ones. We have some dialogue with our callers. Seamless. Get in and get out. Sometimes very awkward. There are Seth Greenberg's. And then there are Billy Ripkins. <laughs> Paul Biancardi's. There are Paul Biancardi's. And there are Doug Deacons. Yes, exactly. Keep going. Where the hell was Doug at today? Did, did Double A call him? He called him. Yeah, he texted him. I know he texted him. Uh, I, I mean, Owen, did he text him? Tell oh, me yes no. or no. Oh, Double A, no. He was working on Corn Cob TV edits. But but the yeah that's the thing I couldn't I couldn't cuss him because he was like oh, I, I would have to call Doug and apologize. But Ken Jennings, if you watch, so much smoother in dealing with the interview segment mm-hmm. coming out of that first break than she is. She can't do it. She's not. That's just not. That's not. She's been an actor her whole life and and a student. And she's got like a PhD or something. She's she's really smart. She's yeah. But she hasn't done the talk show stuff. Ken Jennings is a natural. That guy is a smartass. You could tell it. I think that guy's got a dark sense of humor. I want to hear it. It's not going to come out on this show. No. But it will come out on some show eventually. But all I want to know, because when I tweet about Jeopardy, I get a ton of responses now. There's a ton of people watching this show. And social media, I think, has brought people together too. Oh, that's another point. Um, Jerry Thornton. Where some Browns, Browns fans ain't going to like him because he does bag on the Browns here yeah. and there. Um. Which is a dickish thing to do, but I still like Cherry Thornton. Easy thing to do, yeah. I really like. I really like. It's my whole act. 
Jerry loves Jeopardy. Jerry's a 50-something-year-old man, but Jerry really loves Jeopardy. Jerry's a good dude, he, but he, he's a huge Jeopardy guy. And so he will live he, – he always commentates on the, the uh, final um, – what's it, the final question? Yes. Yeah, he always commentates on the final question. Really? Yeah. Um, final answer. Is it final answer? By the way, I was going to say one more thing about um, Wheel of Fortune. Final, final Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Damn. Damn, we're brought to you by Extend Technologies. Um, one final thing. What? So because I watched Jeopardy, I watched the end of Wheel of Fortune for the final puzzle. And found this uh, to be very interesting. I thought it was like a gag. Mm. At the end of the show, there's this, to be honest, really good-looking younger lady who comes on and goes, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm like, what? And I what didn't- show is this? <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. It's after the final uh, small talk between Vanna White and okay. Pat Sajak. It's Pat Sajak's daughter. She works on the show, and I think she she's taking you behind the scenes. It is so out of place. Watch it just to see the promo. Hey, I'm blankety-blank Sajak. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's like, Dad, put me on. I want to be on the show. Oh, my I'm sure she does something with the show. I'm sure she has a role, but it is comically out of place. Dad, I want to be on TV. Is that the way I'm going to be someday? Yes, yes your kids are all going to want to do Sports Talk Radio. It's going to be the sports junkies in Cleveland, Ohio. With, with just me and my son? No, it's going to be, you're out. It's going to be the three Carmens because that's going to be the dynamic. It's going to be, hey, here are the kids. Hey, Dad, get away. We want our own show. We don't want, you, we don't want to be dragged into this with you. We don't want nepotism to be involved. We want to do our own show. And then they're going to fight. Oh, you don't want nepotism? Okay, enjoy unloading trucks. All right. And then they're going to fight over who gets top billing. Yeah, you'll be begging dear old dad to say something to Keith. Yeah, okay. Yeah, enjoy that. I'll send you to Palookaville. You can make your own way the way the old man did. What are they going to name the show? Three. Me and my three sons. The three three Carmens. My three sons. That's what they'll name the show. Good thing your last name starts with a C. I'll just say that. What are you trying to say? Nothing. I just got that, you bastard. I just got that. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 